welcome to episode 26 of Rounding the Bases. My name is Robert Askew. And my name is Matthew Sizemore. Robbie, how the effing F word are you today? Oh, I'm great. No work today, uh, which has been nice. Uh, usually I've been working the last few Sundays, so we've been getting out our podcast podcast a little bit later than usual but uh no work today and we are recording this on a late sunday night we've never done that before because usually you are in bed like a little yeah. bitch because yeah, you, well, have, you have a real job yeah yeah um i'm not feeling so so hot today but i'm still thinking all right you know what let's let's get this podcast uh rolling and uh and we're going to do that, and that should be good. Wow, I'm I'm apparently just really good with witty things right now. Yeah, and you're really fun. <laughs> you made it sound uh, like the listeners are going to want to listen to the episode. I didn't want to do it, but uh, here I am. Yay, and... listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's uh, what's new with you? Uh, oh, oh no, nothing. Nothing is new. Uh, no, yeah, worked all week uh drank all week yeah and uh, worked out all week oh well that's good basically yeah the same same things nice i'm trying to think did i do anything this week i don't know no i mean my son uh i had my son home this week so my son started preschool the previous week but then a kid got covid oh god and so preschool was canceled this last week which was just awesome and then um but he goes back tomorrow, and then today he had a uh, t-ball game, which was oh fun. yeah, I saw your little uh, story. Oh, my Instagram story. Yeah, and um, I was thinking to myself, did he not hit it because you just had a no? Because I did that. Uh, what's that <laughs> stupid thing called the boomerang? I think boomerang. Yeah. So you, I started the boomerang it right before he well, made I contact. Didn't, oh, I you didn't. didn't. Okay. I didn't stop it. Boomerang only lets you do it for like a second and a half, uh, and so by that time you can't obviously go back. Right. And so do it like, again. But like, uh, it was a good hit. It was uh, it. Okay. It was a good hit, and he listens to his coaches when they tell him to run. That's good. Because none of the kids know what they're doing. No. No, yeah. I, I definitely thought, um, granted, I know nothing about boomerang stuff or how that works. I'm like, oh, he must have straight missed it because you stopped it when he was about two inches was, away from the ball. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, let's not show the ending to this. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, he hit it. And uh, he's a good he's a good thrower. He's got a good uh, he's got a good arm. Good. Uh, what, uh, um, what position is he playing? Uh, I mean, they just tell the kids to go wherever. I mean, they're all four-year-olds, so it's basically literally just an activity for them uh, all to do. There's okay. no obvious. There's no score being kept because the kids can't catch the ball, so oh, no God. outs can possibly be made. Oh. <laughs> so, so is it just like are there are there teams or does everybody just rotate yeah. hitting? Oh, there is. Okay, yeah, there's teams. Um, and they, it, yeah, they just rotate hitting. So basically. I mean, his team's only got, I think, six or seven kids on it. Oh, geez. So, so each inning is just all those kids getting an at-bat. Oh, well, that's nice. And then they switch uh, switch things. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So once all the kids go. So it's obviously not competitive or anything like that. It's just for parents to laugh at the children as they oh, good. make plenty of mistakes. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um. Is that, uh, and, and I, I asked so many of these questions for uh, future reference purposes. Um, is this uh, like a, a co-ed thing or just just uh, boys? Uh, yeah, it's uh, boys and girls. Ah, cool. So, okay. I figured yeah. that they, they, they do that up to a certain point. But I Yeah, I, th- I think for the most part. I mean, I remember even when I was in Little League um, having girls on the team. At a certain point, was that just you I, though? You like it was me. You were on the girls' team. <laughs> I was playing the female role of that team. <laughs> that things worked out for you. Your voice finally lowered. Yeah, so you could be, be on the Ro- show. Used to be Roberta, and <laughs> well, my parents were raising me as a girl, despite me being born male. But they really wanted a girl. So I want a Barbie. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But there was just no denying this masculinity, you yeah. know, once I hit 24. So, yeah, that's a good time. That's when I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be male. I'm going <laughs> to. Well, I'm glad that worked out for you. Um, mm -hmm. Big, uh, big week in the NFL. And by big week, I mean, it was week four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> week four. <laughs> the week where you're just like, oh, yeah, I kind of yeah. can't wait till playoffs. Yeah, start. Injuries, injuries are starting to pile up. Um, but uh, no, it's, it's crazy because I remember we were talking about football before the preseason. And saying, oh, man, we can't wait till football. Then preseason, we're in the middle of that. We're like, oh, come on, regular season. Now we're already a month in, and it doesn't even feel like it at all. Oh, yeah, and we are a month in, yeah. Yeah, and I just, um, I finally, finally, for the first time, got to watch my, my Broncos play. Mm. Uh, and uh, I think because of that, they lost their first game. Cause I got, mm. I got to watch them and, uh, Bad they, luck guy. yeah, that's me. And I've been thinking to myself and I, I shouldn't admit this, but I'm in, in addition to the three fantasy leagues I'm in, I'm in a, uh, a pool league with like 200 other people or something like that with spreads and everything. And mm. weeks one through three, I have bet against the Broncos because I have no faith in this team. I have no faith in, uh, their starting quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, he, I mean, I get, he's looked good, but I just think he's not, I don't think he's the real deal from things I've seen. And I just don't think this is a good team. So weeks one through three, I just bet against them. And uh, I saw this week, they're playing the Ravens. You know, Ravens beat up, banged up, injured team. Of course, they have Lamar Jackson, great quarterback, a lot of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. But I still, uh, I think Broncos were favored to win by like two and a half or three and a half or something like that. And for the first time uh, this season, I said, all right, you know what? I'm going to take that. Ravens are injured. Let's go with the Broncos. And then they lose their first game, so I lose that. Um, and now my faith has completely been once again depleted in my Broncos this season. So Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, but you guys are still, what? You're still ahead of the Chiefs in the division. Yeah, but Chiefs, uh, Chiefs turned it on today. Chiefs looked did you see any of that game, Chiefs? Uh... Yeah, that was the only game I had oh, yeah. uh, this morning because how can I hate the way they do the television? Like, because there was no Fox game this morning. That's so right. I, there wasn't. That was weird. Yeah. So I only had to watch uh, Chiefs Eagles. Which Chiefs Eagles. That was it. I, Eagles are just a team I do not care to watch. Like Jalen Hurts is. You look great, though. He did like he played well today, but they just don't have. I mean, he, I think he plays actually really well despite the uh, wide receiver talent that they have. Because they don't really have any. Um, no names. But yeah, they just, to me, like the last few years, I feel like that's been like the most unwatchable team. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought the Chiefs, they looked okay. I mean, there's still questions I have with them. I mean, they just seem so lazy, and Mahomes just doesn't seem, I don't know, he just seems a little bit more careless than he has years prior. You think? Uh, I think so. Huh. I don't know. It's just like, he's just making like a lot of throws where I'm just like, what are you doing? Where, where he's like throwing into like triple coverage, and I'm just like, I mean, he's getting bailed out because his receivers are good enough to just bounce the ball out of there so that it doesn't get picked or anything, but... I don't know. He's you know, just, he, uh, I mean, I, I still think they're probably like the second best team probably in the NFL. I mean, that's, that shows how talented they are on offense, yeah. but there's just a little bit of lazy, laziness and uh, complacency with them, which you know, he, I, he, uh, I, he, he threw five touchdowns today, you know? No, I know he like crushed it today. <laughs> no, I watched, no, I'm, I watched the game, but I just like, I just saw some throws and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, I remember there's one throw, I think it was to uh, Kelsey, and it was literally like four linebackers were just surrounded by him. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that. Is that what it, he threw a pick, right? Was that the... Yeah, he threw a pick uh, pretty early in the game, I think. Okay. I think it was like late first, early second. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, am I, what always makes me laugh about him, <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh so much. Just seeing him jog onto the field, 
has the weirdest jog. He does. Like, he has like <laughs> a really weird body. Like if I like saw an athlete like come on to the field like that, I'm like, oh no, this guy uh, sucks. Uh, <laughs> this guy is the worst. Yeah. Anytime he jogs, I'm like, what is is that? What is he doing? Is that yeah. on purpose? What? <laughs> like the only way you can act, like be an athlete and jog like that is like your sciatica must be completely like fucked up or something. Like I don't understand. It's very yeah. I would yeah. not be intimidated at all. Until yeah. I saw him throw the ball, but I, yeah. yeah, I see him and I, I just think to myself, that guy played, that guy played a uh, co-ed, co-ed t-ball for way too long as a kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Awful, but uh, and you know what? Uh, kind of on that note, he also like r- when he's when he's running when he's scrambling, he does not look to me to actually compliment him. He does not look to me like he's running fast or yeah. like he has any type of of uh lateral quickness yeah but he I, gets going quick though and- yeah i mean you're right i mean i feel like russell wilson is also the like the same kind of way he doesn't look necessarily fast yeah but yeah he can he can cover uh yardage very very quickly i, I mean no like- one i mean maybe we've just gotten so used to like lamar in the past yeah. three years because nobody does it like him no so everybody looks really slow compared to him. Yeah, he just looks like uh, a receiver with a huge arm as yeah. well. By the way, did you, on that note, and I want to get back to Patrick Mahomes, did you see uh, Did you see any highlights from the Ravens-Broncos game? I didn't see a single one, no. Uh, okay, you got to check out. Oh, my God, I'm hyping the other team against my Broncos. But um, J- uh, Lamar, J- we're on a first-name basis. Lamar tosses a God. He was at, I want to say he was around like the 50 yard line or something like that. He just launched a ball into the end zone where, uh, well, I forgot his first name, Hollywood Brown, you know, uh, receiver. Oh yeah. Is it like Hollywood Brown? Is it like Moses Brown or something like that? I don't think it's Moses. I think it's Jesus. Somebody else. Um, that's definitely someone else. If I heard his first name, I'd be like, "Mm, that sounds familiar, but I'm mostly sure it's not Moses. Um, but he made this diving catch in the end zone that was just freaking fantastic for a huge score. And, uh, I was, I was almost happy for him because he's, he's been plagued by drops over the past three games and it's Mm -hmm. been ugly for him and people completely lost. And I don't know anything about this kid. And he was a second player. That's it. Marquise Hollywood Brown. Yeah. 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 Um, but, oh, if you, you got to check out that. Like if you're, I know you're looking down right now, potentially uh, able to see that, but it was just a great catch. It was really pretty. Anyway, I want to get back to um, Patrick Mahomes for a second. Um, And then I don't remember what I was saying about him other than he looks like, oh, you know what? I was thinking uh, the difference between him and, and Russell Wilson in terms of both looking like they're not going quickly. Russell Wilson is what, 5'10"? Or something yeah. like that. So he's got those little legs. So they at least look like they're moving a little quicker. <laughs> I think Pat Mahomes is, I want to say, like 6'3". Or maybe, no, actually, I think he's like 6'4". Or something is like he that. really that tall? Yeah, he doesn't look it. He but doesn't look it. But, I mean, he, like, in the NFL, nobody really looks tall. I mean, yeah. that's the thing with, like, Tom Brady. is like, Tom Brady, I heard, is like a legit 6'5". 6'5", like, five, meet, yeah. If you meet him in person, like, people are always, like, shocked at how huge he is. Yeah. Um, but like obviously in the NFL, because you're you know, your offensive line is all guys who are like six foot six, three hundred and eighty exactly. pounds, and yeah. you have defensive linemen that are coming at you that are also like six foot six as well. So uh Pat it, Mahomes six three. Okay. Yeah, six three. Tom Brady six four. Mm, he's a tall six four. He's a tall six four. Lamar Jackson six two. He's our height. But he looks taller. But I think that's because he's he's a stick. He's skinny, yeah. too. So and he's or is it, he's not. I don't think I don't think if we saw Lamar, we'd be like, oh, you're a stick. No, you're so like, skinny. Never mind. Like, no, you're just in really good shape, and you're, we're just you're a trunk, <laughs> and we're we're just we're awful. We're, there. we're awful looking. Yeah, yeah. we exist. We, we exist. Take up space, uh, but yeah, a little bit. Um, but speaking of uh, Brady. And uh, what a game that was. Well, I, I want to say what a game, but it, and it was a good game, very back and forth, of course, but a lot of field goals. 
was like a lot of field goals and the defense i felt like was good like i felt like both defenses came in very very prepared um some mistakes towards the end there was a lot of uh pass interference calls in the fourth quarter but i felt like uh both teams maybe were looking ahead uh for the next week you know you know that old saying where like they kind of drop a game because they're looking ahead towards the next week i feel like both teams really were prepared for this game today on the defensive side of the ball and i mean i like watching i like watching defense i mean i kind of don't really like this new wave of sports where like especially with the nba and the nfl where it's like they've really tried to limit defense because they just want high scoring everything and i think that kind of ruins it i mean I know people like complain about that Super Bowl a couple of years ago between the Rams and the Patriots, but I actually really liked that Super Bowl. It was a really good defensive Super Bowl yeah. where both teams were extremely prepared. Um, yeah, so I don't mind seeing uh, defensive games like that. Well, I I was thinking to myself during that, uh, I I really wonder how much the weather played a factor in that because Brady looked or i mean it's either the weather or just brady who has i I mean obviously has nerves oh i mean he has nerves of steel we know this but i mean this is obviously a situation he's never been in and a situation that like 0.01 percent of anyone in the nfl probably has ever had to where you're with the team for forever i mean he's he's i don't think anybody's no not 20 years yeah. Um, well, I guess there was like a quarterback in uh, what's what was the old Rays, uh, Raiders quarterback Jim Plunkett? Was Plunkett? He, he was one of them. Yeah, with the yeah he was like it. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't he in the league like forever? Like till he was like forty eight. Oh my god! <laughs> and then um, I think he played for like New Orleans for a little bit. Oh god! So, yeah, uh, I don't I don't remember because I have no memory, and that was before us. Um, yeah, and I don't look at history, so um, <laughs> I'm doing very well. So it'll repeat itself for sure. Yeah, you. for sure. We'll get another plunket in there. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think if there's anything that maybe could could show Brady some nerves, it would be going back to where it all started and where it where it's been, where it was forever for him, and and uh, seeing crazy Belichick. Who just seems like a jerk, by the way. Did you see? Uh, did you see any of the? I mean, we've all known this, but did yeah, you see was... the the handshakes at the end? For yeah. I mean, yeah. And he just goes up to Brady. He gives him a quick hug and probably says like, "I hate you," and then runs away. I always kind of wonder though about like kind of stuff like that, where you know maybe there's potential that these guys are going to meet after the game. You know, because I like I've seen it like brief handshakes, and but I could kind of read their lips and are like, "I'll see you after." Like basically like saying like, hey, we'll yeah. meet up and people, yeah. but the media is always just like, oh my God, did you see the like brief handshake after 20 years of disrespect? It's like, or maybe they're just gonna, I don't know, meet up after the game and talk for a little bit. <laughs> like they maybe. don't have to do it. They don't have to do everything in front of the camera for you. Yeah. I'm sure they can go to a, a restaurant or a place in Boston and uh, grab it's a lobster. Lobster. Have it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with your cousin Sal or whatever they're called. Um, but um I yeah, I didn't I didn't really like that uh exchange right there because what what he did or what he did, as you saw, it was a quick hug, never looked him in the eyes or anything and just like ran off afterwards. And you know, I I'm not you can't judge him really because obviously this is professional sports. Everybody's incredibly incredibly um competitive but yeah at the same time um one of the biggest things in professional sports is putting on a, a professional face is especially it's part of the job really but i don't know if i've ever seen bill belichick put no, on a professional face after a no. after a loss Mm-mm. i mean he's always kind of been that way um and two i mean that the book uh was released this week um that was uh, from, I, f- I forget what his name is, Seth's, uh, Seth, Seth something. He works for uh, ESPN. Uh, Seth Wickersham, I think is his name. Oh. And he released his, uh, he was basically the Patriots beat reporter. So he wrote a book basically detailing the last 
couple of years with the Patriots, the kind of strain between Belichick and Tom Brady. Hmm. And there was some stories coming out that how Brady was just completely miserable with like Belichick's uh, way of coaching him still. Like he was still treating him like he was a very young player and that's it kind of just wore out on Brady. And oh, there's like a, just there's just a, little, a lot of details and the book uh, kind of makes Belichick look worse than uh, Brady. So I wonder if maybe. Maybe Belichick felt like there's leaked info that he just didn't like, and maybe that's why there's maybe a brief handshake or something. Hmm. That's very possible. Drama. And, and, I know that was good. Uh, and that all makes sense, actually, because uh, I remember seeing an interview with, um, oh my God, what the hell is his name? The uh, head coach of the the Bucks. I can see his face, the beard and the glasses. Uh, Arians. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Arians. Um, he said in the first year, last year, coaching Tom Brady, I don't remember the exact quote, but he he, uh, he basically said something like, the one guy on the team I don't coach at all is Tom Brady. I, I don't tell him what to do. I don't coach him. I, he's been around. He's won six Super Bowls before the like seventh LeBron. last year. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, you wouldn't he's, coach LeBron. Like, what no. are you going to tell him to do on <laughs> offense? It's like, yeah. Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he is the offense. He yeah. knows he has a smarter basketball IQ than probably any coach. That's yeah. right. And being on the field, being able to see it better than anybody. Absolutely. Um, and uh, And so that makes sense. And that's that makes so much more sense as to why. Brady would want to go to a place like that where someone actually recognizes or can put their own ego down and be like, you know, you do what you want. You've, you've proven yourself to be able to do what you want. You do what you want. So, uh, and it seemed to have worked out in the first year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they looked fine today. I guess they looked okay. Uh, last week. Ooh, not so good against the Rams, but, uh, yeah. still well, speaking of Rams though, Uh-oh. Rams just got their asses kicked today, which Hardness. I thought was yeah, I thought it was pretty predictable. I was actually talking to a buddy uh, last night, and I kind of just knew Cardinals were going to win because the Rams always do this. Whenever they get a huge win, they get complacent mm. and they just drop the ball. And I feel like I, I feel Fun like they don't. Yeah, I just and I every time I like listen to interviews with Sean McVay, he just kind of seems like that guy where he gets a little bit too excited for um a big win during the regular season and then they kind of just drop the ball. I mean the Cardinals I think are a good team. I think they're undefeated now. They're four and oh. Okay. Um is that right? Really? The Cardinals are doing that well. Yeah. Uh, they yeah, they haven't lost a game yet. That's right. And this, how many this under, I think just, how many undefeated teams are there right at right now? There can't be many. Uh I I will look this up. You go ahead and okay. Uh, What I was going to say is, I think it just brings more more attention, as it should be, to the dominance of Kyler Murray, because I mean, everybody obviously was first round pick or first uh, first overall pick, I should say, uh, what two years ago now, and was it two years ago? Yeah, I guess it was. No, wait, he was the first pick. Yeah, first overall pick was last year or the year before. Two years. It was ago. a year before. Last year was Joe Burrow. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So Kyler Murray, two years ago, and he's just been getting better and better. And people still have their doubts of him as quarterback because he's what five ten uh, or something. He's a he's, he's five, a ten, little but he's dude, like, but he's like a small. I mean, Russell Wilson's like five ten, five eleven, yeah. but he's big. He's like pretty stocky. He is. Uh, Kyler Murray is. He l- looks like a small five ten. Okay, yeah, exactly. He looks like a, but he's so fast and so quick in his arm. He's amazing. Oh my god! I mean, just he he brings that. Uh, I was listening to somebody talk about him today. Everybody who does like baseball and football apparently just that's the recipe. Like yeah. you need to have like two like as a quarterback. If, yeah, for, for a quarterback, it's like like everybody's like, no, you just need to focus in on one sport. Once they get to like the age of like 13, it's like, I don't know if they're playing football. How about they focus on baseball and football? Because it seems to be a recipe that's incredibly working. Yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray, he, you know, he had that, he, I mean, he's the best example of it because he was like uh, the he eighth was, overall pick exactly the, uh, for the MLB draft. Yeah. Um, and I think he was picked several times over several years, um, hoping yeah. they'd finally say, hey, football sucks, right? Head injuries. Um, 
but that never worked. He stuck with it. And uh, another example is Patrick Mahomes. And yeah, his dad was a professional baseball player. That's right. And he and Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady played it, I think, while he was at Michigan. Did he really? I know he played in high school. Like he was a high school standout. And I think he dedicated himself to football when he went to Michigan. But I think he might have played a little bit. Uh, Jameis Winston, another one. Ah. Played. Uh, he played. He was a pitcher at Florida State. I think it's safe to say that everyone in the NFL was a standout at every sport in their high school. Yeah, Matt Possibly. Stafford, same. Yeah, that's right. Yes, um, Clayton Kershaw too. He was a big football player too. Uh, that's opposite. Forget it. Um, but uh, one th- one thing you could definitely notice, especially with Patrick Mahomes, but also with Kyler Murray, we're seeing a lot more is the throws that they're making. It's not just that one typical overhand throw. They're throwing sidearm. They're they're yeah. throwing all kinds of angles, and it's so fun to watch. Um, I love watching Patrick Mahomes throw sidearms while falling down, and just yeah. have that whip. That just that whip get to a receiver still, like with the same velocity as. Well, I remember. I remember in the Super Bowl last year, which which the Chiefs lost because uh, Mahomes was just getting chase the entire game but i remember there was one throw where he literally had to jump like dive yep sidearmed it it was an incomplete pass but it was like it was really close to being complete it was the most incredible incomplete pass i've ever seen in my life <laughs> it's hard to rank incomplete passes but that's number one for sure <laughs> it really was like i can't i'll never forget that throw i was just like how the fuck did he do that? I remember that one. I, I remember that clearly too, because I remember thinking he's mid air. He's, he's, he's like in a Superman pose, not yeah. like jumping, but he's laying out mid air and he still whips it like, like as hard as no, not, I was going to say as hard as I would definitely harder than I would in a normal, I'm going to throw as hard as I could type of, yeah. uh, I think that was like everybody's, I think that was everybody's impression. I think everybody was like, man, the chiefs are blowing it. Like, can't believe they're not stepping up for the Super Bowl. But then everybody saw that like pass. It was like, holy shit. But Patrick, oh. you know, that was incomplete. Wow. <laughs> Everybody's like, God, that's the best incomplete pass I've ever seen. Number one. That was a highlight of the night of the Super Bowl. <laughs> if I had a ranking system for them. Uh, yeah. Um, so it was a good, uh, good week three. And uh, still got uh, tomorrow night. Monday what about night, week four? Because uh, it was week four. Raiders. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> sure was. <laughs> so I uh, so I did look it up. Um, Cardinals are the only four and O team in the NFL. Um, in the NFL, but that doesn't in the NFL. I don't know. Why wow. I said, uh, but uh, the but Vegas could change that if they beat the Chargers tomorrow. So oh they're the only God. they're the only other undefeated team. So it's the just Raiders. right now Ca- Cardinals and Raiders are the only two undefeated teams. And Cardinals are NFC, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're in the. Okay. Uh, NFC West. Okay, so we got an NFC West and an AFC West team still yeah. uh, have yet to be. So the West is doing good things. And like uh, I think both of these teams were predicted to be the worst in their divisions. I don't know too. what Cardinals were. Uh, I understand well, just the because Raiders. I think it's just because that, you know, it's Rams, Seattle, and San Francisco. Mm, okay. So I think, you know, it's you got to pick someone who's going to be the worst. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not putting anything in, uh, there are two, I should say, I shouldn't, I'm not putting too much into, uh, uh, the first four weeks. Granted, it's a good meter as to where teams are, but especially this year, when you add another regular season game to the schedule, 17 total games, uh, very uneven. Um, are there any, uh, surprises to you? Like being in week four that you just did not or, um, expect to see? Uh, you answer that first because I need to uh, think about what I've what I've seen. Um, uh, Atlanta being one and three, I thought Atlanta was going to be the kind of sleeper team um, of the NFL, and they've just not looked good. At Have all. you not watched them the past like five years? I mean, yeah. I mean, I always feel like they're going to be a sleeper team, and then they're always just disappointing. But so, then they they had a lead on Washington. It looked like they're going to take the game, and then nope, blew it. Um, I think, to be honest, how good Dallas looks 
yeah, might yeah. be the best surprise. I knew their offense had um, a lot of talent, uh, but their defense has really starting to like uh, really come together. I mean, they're still making like big mistakes because it is still a young defense, yeah. but there's so much talent and uh, Diggs, uh, their cornerback is amazing i think he had two picks or he has like five picks in four games already he's a second year player uh he's amazing like they've got a lot of speed on that defense so they can make big plays they make big mistakes but uh i'm surprised how good they've looked yeah um i i was surprised to see um not only the the giants get a win today over the saints uh but more so than any well I guess not more so than anything, but I I was incredibly surprised to see the Jets beat the Titans. Yeah, that I was shocked and really annoyed by because I had (laughs) I put thirty dollars on that. It was they're not even a bad bet, but I know that Tennessee they were uh, six point. I haven't bet in like almost a year. And I saw the spread on that. It was six points. Tennessee. I was like, like the Jets can't score at all. Like, there's no way. And I was like, I'm going to bet that. And, uh, yeah, I lost that bet. And so I was like, yeah. all right, this is why you quit gambling a year ago. Yeah. So Good that was call. a quick little lesson. It was just like, all right, let's not do that again. <laughs> uh, I was I was uh, not surprised, but surprised to see the Bills beat the Texans 40 to nothing today i was i wasn't surprised because fucking david mills or whatever his name is is a quarter oh, that's right i forgot about that yeah never mind i'm not surprised anymore um i forgot that uh what um whatever his name is is injured and i uh, wasn't coming Tyra back and, taylor yeah, yeah yeah and uh they literally have no quarterback sorry david yeah. mills. Who, who's a listener i understand and i feel like i feel like buffalo everybody kind of just wrote him off as soon as they lost their uh, week one game against yeah. pittsburgh but you know like josh allen didn't play a ton during the preseason i think people just forget like you know week eight is when we start to see teams like now start to put it all together sure um and people just i think rely too much on what they see on the uh the beginning of the season it's there's so much season left i mean and we added an extra game this year so uh yeah to you know we have teams that are yeah three and oh four and oh three and one uh that could easily change uh i mean everything can flip kansas city is what two and two now they could probably i mean they could probably potentially never lose another game this season i mean i wouldn't doubt it yeah yeah so Um, there's still a shit ton of season left I'm also surprised to see um, the Steelers looking so bad. I'm not. Really, you're not? Why is that? No. Ben Roethlisberger. He looked terrible last year. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why anybody thought. And that division has improved. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm just like. Actually, I'll say the another surprise is I surprised that the Ravens are doing as well as they have been because they have been getting oh, destroyed. Deep. Yeah. Just the injury bad luck. I mean, they're the injury bad luck team this year. And yet they're still able to win games. So sorry. Yes. No, you go. I'm coughing. I'm done. <laughs> I choked on coffee. <laughs> Matt is battling uh COVID. I didn't want to say anything, but uh it's it's really bad. But he's drinking Southern Comfort to help him. That's uh his ivermectin that's what he was telling me before the uh the show started matt you're still muted right you know that right <laughs> well now i do <laughs> yeah it's it was that was southern comfort it's not very comforting um but it is for horses so yeah, exactly <laughs> so that's true uh anyway good week uh week four of the nfl um, did you watch uh speaking i just want to say uh stay on sports real quick uh lakers preseason no, I heard a little bit about it. Uh, I heard there was a bunch of young stars, and then they got not young stars, young players, and then uh, our Lakers got blown, blown out. out in the fourth. <laughs> yeah, I mean they put in like the guys who are most likely not going to be on the roster. Okay, uh, come that season, but they looked fine. I mean LeBron, I think it was LeBron, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo, and Trevor Ariza uh, didn't play today. Okay, I figured so. 
I mean, it's also pretty. I mean, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and James Harden also didn't play for the Nets. So okay. it was just a uh, full disclosure. I did not even know the preseason started today. I didn't know, yeah, <laughs> until yesterday when I uh, saw that LeBron was out for today's game. I was like, oh, it's starting that fast because I know practice just started like on Tuesday or something. Yeah, now that I think about it, um, we we hear little bits and pieces about uh, Summer League. And I don't even remember hearing anything about Summer League because of the shortened season last year. Yeah, um, there wasn't really any stories <laughs> that came from Summer League this year. I mean, I think everybody's kind of not buying too much. I mean, the, the first overall pick, Kate Cunningham, um, he looked good. You know, he looked as advertised. Uh, but as far as, like, Lakers, I mean, the Lakers just signed, like, it was just all undrafted guys who are just going to be playing in the G League for them. I don't, it's not going to be anything. I mean, they have, like, a 15-man roster, and it's, like, guys who are, like, all 10-year veterans. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, this will, like we've talked about before, this better be, if you're going to get that many guys, you better have a deep bench, like good shooters, good players who can all play five minutes at a time and then get rotated in and out. <laughs> yeah. There's something uh, ridiculous. I mean, there weird. wasn't really anything to read out of this preseason game. I mean, AD played for a little bit, um, but I'm surprised he even played. Oh, know you know I, what? I was, I was reading something actually briefly. Oh, who was saying it? Somebody was saying how they they were going off on how out of shape ad looked can you comment on that uh i didn't think he looked out of shape at all okay who was saying that somebody somebody i was reading or uh some comment today uh i think it was today maybe it was in the last couple of days after seeing okay a well there was a, something well there was a story about um how AD is coming into shape this year. And I think there was a lot of like, like I think Stephen A. Smith um, was saying something like it's a problem that AD needs to be motivated by guys like LeBron and Russell Westbrook for him to get into shape and stuff like that. Um, I think that was kind of like a little bit of a story this week. Oh, maybe it was that, but some, and if it was, was he talking about how, AD is still not in shape or in the shape no, that he, he looks. Uh, he looks a little bit better. I've seen like uh, pictures of uh, him last year versus this year, and he definitely looks a lot more leaned up um, coming okay. into the season. Okay, and, and how from did what that, I've heard that like that's what I've heard um, throughout training camp stories is how much better he looks um, in shape. I mean, because last okay. year it was a shortened off season; they only had like seventy days. And, right. like, they didn't even figure out when they were going to start the season until, like, a month out. So, all these guys had a like, phase every day. And well, he just won a championship, so I'm sure he got a little bit complacent, and, you know. Complacent Disneyland. is a word of the day. I yeah, it's a good said one. it now ten times in today's podcast. That's true. We'll call it, that's what this episode will be called. Complacency. complacency. Please listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> If you want, we're fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. We're fine. Well, what did, uh, what, did, what did you see um, <clears throat> today? Did you watch the whole, the whole game? I didn't watch the whole game. Cause I was going back uh, with football pretty okay. much. Did um, you see anything that, that you thought was, uh, or like biggest plus big, biggest minus uh, biggest plus was Malik Monk. Mm. Um, and that's actually was my favorite acquisition this off season. Because we signed him to a minimum deal, yeah. I was not expecting that. Um, he can hit the three. He's a very oh, he's going to be he's going to be probably their most reliable uh, three point shooter. I think him and Wayne Ellington, but I think Malik Monk is a lot younger. He can also he kind of reminds me uh, a little bit of Schroeder with his inside game, the way he's able to take guys off the dribble oh. and uh, get into the lane. But he's a way better three point shooter than Schroeder. That's not hard to do. Yeah, it's not hard to do at all. Uh, so he was the biggest positive. Negative, um, I don't know. Just seeing the center play with uh, Dwight and uh, DeAndre. Just, oh. I don't know, Dwight just doing Dwight things and uh, DeAndre just looking old as shit. That's, that to me worries me a little bit, but I don't know. We won a championship with Dwight and JaVale, so I don't think this is worse situation how is, how is dwight looking now two years later 
than his last stint on the Lakers. Uh, he looked pretty much the same. That's um, good. Yeah, I, I didn't really see any differences. I mean, I didn't really see a, anything significant when he was here two years ago. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but defense, defense is going to be my main concern with the Lakers this season, just because we got rid of our two best uh, perimeter defenders in KCP and Caruso. Okay. And oh, Caruso, it, right. it looks like they're going to really depend on none, uh, Kendrick Nunn to be that kind of guy. Um, but I don't know. I'm excited for the season, like a mix of uh, old talent and uh, other young old talent. talent. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but the guys like uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, Malik Monk and okay. uh, Kendrick Nunn, who I think are going to probably play pretty big roles at at certain point because we're going to have injuries. I mean, Ronda is going to break a hand again for sure yeah. and be out for 90 days. Yeah. So, AD will straight break every bone in his body and be out for. Yeah. That's, two that's also my biggest concern is if AD gets hurt, they literally don't have a backup power forward. Yeah. Like, I'm oh, surprised they, point, yeah. they didn't. Um, Cause at least last year we had uh Markeith Morris and okay. literally our backup power forwards are, LeBron, they they're listing LeBron, Carmelo, and Ariza as power forwards, and they've never been power forward. They've always been uh, the number three spot. I think of of any of them, LeBron is the only one that could truly. Well, I don't even know about nowadays, but they could truly be a four if need if need be. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, one thing I'm really worried about is when LeBron uh, had that. The injury. Oh, what did he do? Whatever he injured. No, uh, last Solomon year. Hill like rolled up on his uh, rolled up on on his ankle. Okay, and that's the one he was out for like for like a month. Yeah, I think he was more. Like and even when he came back, he just like was. Yeah, he was never one hundred percent. And he said, "I remember him specifically saying." I know we talked about this. He said, "I don't know if I'll ever be the same after this, like ever." Yeah. And that worries me because he's 37. Yeah, he's uh he's year 19. Jeez. Brady status almost. I know. All right, well, we got to move on because we're like 40 minutes into this podcast. We're really to... good for us. Sports. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we are. Jeez. It's a little <laughs> too much sports. All right, uh what's what's next? What did we want to talk about? Oh, we... <laughs> Should we hey, even go to the MLB? No, let's let's yeah, go to let's that. Skip it. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, this is this let's is Brandon. This is Brandon. Uh, I just I just wanted to come in with a little bit of news from Twitter, uh, Twitter. because because the the media narrative about Belichick and the Patriots and Brady and all that type of shit. It was it was absurd to me going into uh, delaying the recording of this podcast. Uh, and, and only Sorry. only more absurd to me, uh, uh, Jeff Howe on Twitter at Jeff P. Howe uh, says that Belichick was in the Bucks locker room for 23 minutes. He just walked out with Brady. Uh, oh. They had planned to meet up after the game, so they coordinated this meeting beforehand. Told you. Told you. Oh, well, good. Okay. Yeah, so, so media narrative. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. It's like it was all manipulated. Fake news, man. It, I I also want to say this about the MLB. I'm not a baseball guy, as you as you both know. Just uh, the worst. Uh, but uh, after Matt finished destroying me at at Madden, some some sports game, uh, he pointed out that the Dodgers came back with two home runs to tie it up at the bottom of the, the ninth. I think. Uh, but well, it was the bottom of the eighth. Okay. Um, oh yeah, I watched they, that game. I was at a bar. Oh, game. I, I literally got oh. there at the eighth inning. And watched, I forget, who was the first one who hit the home run? Uh, AJ Pollock. Yeah. And then Muncie was after. Yeah. And then Muncie was after. Oh, that scares me, by the way. Just to briefly talk about the MLB, uh, Max Muncie today um, in a game that that ended up not really mattering because the Giants clinched the freaking NL West, which, oh, I don't believe it. But you know what? Props to them, I guess. Because yeah, doing it with their the roster. In, yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> they were supposed the, to be the worst team in their division this year. I know. And I didn't realize, like, I, I just knew that I kept looking at uh, Dodger games back, like how many games back we were to take in. I didn't even look at records. Yeah, and, we have the second best record in baseball. And it's 106 wins to, as of today, which is crazy. And we have to 
play in. We have to go into the play in game against the hottest team in baseball. Yeah, the Cardinals um, on Wednesday. And that scares me because, yeah. and not only just because um, they're the hottest team in the baseball, but in the baseball, in baseball, but also because it's the freaking Cardinals. And the Cardinals in the playoffs are notorious Dodger killers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anytime. I mean, I mean they, they just took out the Rams. So I can only I can only imagine how how dangerous they would be to the Dodgers. Yeah, they don't even play by the same rules. They wear yeah. different same, same costumes. Thing, same thing with the Giants. Like I'm just I'm just a, so surprised that the Cardinals and the Giants have have transferred to baseball and just just dominated. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Just, but that full contact advantage Dodgers because the Cardinals are going to be really tired after the game with the Rams today. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Kyler Murray though. But uh, Cardinals, they specialize in fly balls because the whole bird thing, the whole bird theme. That's yeah, that's sure. that's what I know. That's what I know about sports is it, it's a high flying, high action, high octane, high visibility, high pollutant, high, <laughs> high bird count. <laughs> that's pretty. Um, yeah. So the other thing that you guys were going to talk about, it, just just very very briefly, I don't even remember what it was. I I was like, hey, SNL. Uh, SNL, oh, yeah. SNL was this week. Uh, Luke, uh, no, Owen Skywalker. Wilson. Luke Owen Wilson was on there too, but Owen Wilson was was there hosting it. Thought he did a great job. A uh, couple new, couple new guys. One of the uh, a, a new a new woman. Uh, two new uh, men cast members, uh, interns or whatever they're called. One dude got like three different uh, like skits of his of his own like he was, he yeah, was Joe the biden. guy who uh played biden yeah yeah i didn't yeah. see oh, all i was wondering who that was yeah oh. i haven't seen the entire episode but i did see on twitter like how much he was featured um jeez yeah that's rare but, and there's the, there's the one dude uh who's been on there like uh for the last two seasons a featured player Dismukes, who <laughs> he finally got his own hey, look at this mukes here he finally Is he got the guy that kind of looks like John Mulaney a little bit, like yeah, a, yeah this like an even scrawnier, younger looking John Mulaney. Yeah, yeah. 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 He finally got Scrawny. he finally got a skit or a sketch with uh, the other new female cast member, uh, Sarah something. She's Mr. on Parker. A, she's on Adult Swim. Sarah Squirm is what she calls goes by on uh, Adult oh. Swim. Uh, but uh, finally, like at the very last sketch of the night, that this muse got was, was featured. Overall, I, I it was it was an enjoyable night. They they featured uh, Norm Macdonald at, uh, at the end of Weekend Update. I did see that. I did watch that. YouTube great. Bit, yeah, very 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 touching. Very touching. Uh, you are you are you guys both uh, SNL fans? Do you, do you oh, keep up with SNL? Yeah, I used to watch like the entire episodes, um, but lately uh, I've just been watching kind of featured YouTube ones. Same. So, um, yeah, I do that the next day as well. I just watch a bunch of uh, yeah. skits. This, and- <laughs> I didn't see a ton of last night's episode. I, I saw the monologue. Uh, what else did I see? I saw the uh, the voiceover, like the Cars voiceover sketch. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, and I saw yeah, the, a little... Yeah, ka Yeah. <laughs> wow. And then uh, I wow. saw that... Uh, <laughs> it's so good. I saw the Joe Biden thing, and I saw um, the Norm Macdonald uh, tribute thing. That's all I saw. It was very yeah. good. I yeah. saw the uh, the the cold open uh, monologue. What else? I saw like I think one, I th- one or two other uh, sketches, but uh, and I don't even remember what they were. So <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing very good. Very very good. Very good. Yeah, there there, there was a couple of gets, the the cars sketch was 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 good i really enjoyed that one uh i i i don't i don't really remember any of the other ones they were all great they were all great (laughs) i guess not (laughs) well because after afterwards uh, i was i wanted the the sarah squirm i i was up in virginia on a on a business trip up there for for just a week and in the middle of the night i I, on in a hotel room i i go to sleep with a tv on I don't know. I just, it just keeps, it keeps me company, right? I'm the same. But, no, I have to fall asleep with the TV on. Okay. I yeah, need a little bit, like I need background noise. Yes, yes, yes. So I went to sleep to Adult Swim and I woke up in the middle of the night to this, this video, uh, this, the, this new SNL cast member. Uh, there was a, uh, there was like a weird, 
video called Flaymaker or, or, or something. And so that's what I, that's what I watched immediately after SNL. And it is so weird and it's so great. It's so, it's so cringy. It's fan, it's fantastic. Uh, it, it's got that, that Tim and Eric kind of feel to it, but then it took me into too many cooks, uh, that fantastic little video. You guys have seen the too many cooks thing. No, no. Is that what you're, is that what you were talking about in our text thread? Yeah, I was like, "What are you?" Oh my are you yeah. god, you mother truckers! You've not seen too many cooks. You are about mm. you. After this, you are going to spend ten minutes of your life in in bliss. You are going to okay, you, fair you, enough. You, you are going to love it. It's, so it's, this was a sketch on SNL last night. No, th- this is uh this was on Adult Swim. It, Adult Swim had mm. like have has these like after hours uh like infomercials, mm-hmm. uh like just ten minute short films and right. this this too many cooks was what is on there and it was po- very very popular a couple years back it was basically like the intro to a like an 80s theme show or a, a 80s like you know like full house or family matters right and it, it just keeps going you, you, you'll you'll die you will die is it kind of oh, similar to awful. like the is it kind of similar to like the bits like Beck Bennett and Kyle Mooney did like on SNL where it was kind of that like 80s style sitcom type thing. Yeah. 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 It's got, it's got, it's got that same kooky feel to it. Yeah. I love a cookie feel. Mm, kooky. You just love cookies. Oh, cookie. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it shows. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have to uh, watch more from it. Uh, I really like uh, Owen. Will- Owen Wilson hosted, right? Yeah. Owen. Yeah. Well, yeah wow wow that was bad wow wow uh, i'll have to check that out i'm excited for snl to be back though like i i don't i'm someone i think a lot of people are like this i don't know if a lot but i forget how excited i i get to i don't typically see it on saturday nights anymore but just the next day to see uh, a lot of the new skits and how whoever hosted did if i know who it is and it seems this season i only know who a couple of the people are i feel um and I don't know why. Are Beck Bennett and Kyle What's, Mooney still on there? I didn't see. Not any Beck Bennett. He's gone. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, gone. He, he he just left. Mooney is still there. Uh, and and you know I like I like Kyle Mooney, but mm-hmm. he he just he hasn't his presence huh. there on SNL is isn't really it's not his his game. I don't think. Yeah. Like yeah, because his, his best bits know, his best bits are like the ones that are like the pre recorded. Yeah. Um, ones. He does have like a really, he know. did have a really good uh, weekend update character where he was like the really terrible stand up who was like nervous and then like kind of breaks down of like everything going wrong with his life. <laughs> that was, that's such a good character. The, uh, the, the, the Beck Bennett Mooney sketch where it's like doing the, like the dance <laughs> where he's like trying to teach, what, what is it? it like Beck Bennett's like, what, no, got the tape and he throws it at him. And like he throws it at the TV and the, 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 the cassette tape hits the TV. It doesn't even go in the VCR and all of a sudden it starts playing. <laughs> Dude, nobody, nobody does pathetic better than Beck Bennett. Like he's mastered pathetic like characters that are like hilarious so well. Like I wonder what he's doing then. Like he, he let, like it was just announced that he left like a week ago, if even that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, his 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 characters are just, like he can just I don't know like I don't know if you ever saw the one with the roast like the uh, pre recorded one with the roast where he like he's like oh is my wish to be re- uh, roasted for my birthday and then every time somebody roasts him he would just like start digging into the other person's <laughs> lives like you cheated on your girlfriend three years ago yeah you're a bad dude aren't you <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't see that that's good uh, you know what we can I think we can all agree on though. Chloe Feynman, just fantastic. She, she is she is a fantastic uh, impressionist. She yes, she's she is. she's oh, very yeah. very good with impressions. She's wonderful. I just watched a clip on YouTube uh, today of her on Fallon, and oh. she's basically going through her Rolodex of impressions. And uh, her Meryl Streep is really really good. It's really funny. I would definitely watch her Meryl Streep. Yes, yes. Stop drinking your Soco, you sexist, Jeez. sexist pig. 
That sounded that sounded better. You're on TV. You're the only one of us that's on live TV. That, that was Robbie. That was Robbie. <laughs> sure. Let's get to the game, please. Oh my god. Oh, you don't want to talk about Rogan and his uh Oh yeah. Uh we're we're like 55 minutes in. All right. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Again. Yeah, let's, <laughs> we we can get back to that. Let's not talk about I'm sure, I'm sure he'll say something stupid in the next week. Let's not talk about uh Joe Rogan. Let's talk about Chloe Fineman and how right. Matt <laughs> Would watch her top twenty-five Streep. Top twenty-five Chloe Feynman impressions. Uh, Meryl Streep. <laughs> I go first. Uh, oh, uh, Elvira. I watched Elvira. It's okay. Uh, okay, so your game. <laughs> well, I did watch Elvira. I watched as, as House on Haunted Hill, then uh, Messiah of Evil, then City of the Dead. A great, great films. Great films. Uh, Elvira. Elvira's back, and she has a special on Netflix every Sunday. She's uh, a lesbian. She's a lesbian. She is. Yeah. She is. She she is. Well, she's, she's, she's a little, yeah, yeah. She's she, been one for nineteen years. Yeah, yeah. At least. Yep. Yeah. Yep. At least. Uh, and good, good on, good honor, good honor. Good um, honor. Mm, so. It's great honor. Yeah. Yeah. I'd Se- like to get se- on her. Seventy. I'd like to see her, Meryl. You Street. were a woman once. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's, Until that's I was so, twenty-four. So it's yeah, exactly. Weird code. A little now. too late now. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, well, you know, on the on the on the subject of of older things <laughs> that are that are still like a fine wine, I'm gonna go. Uh, Jesus, uh, go we're gonna go with top twenty five uh, greatest rock bands of all time. It's just a real, oh, oh, real quick. When, yeah. when was this made? Real quick, easy. It was made. I don't in, think it's going to really matter because there hasn't been rock bands in like 12 years in, yeah, in the first place. This thing is rock bands anymore. I'm not going to let you guys guess the number rock. one because it's clearly uh, Nickelback. The Beatles. Oh. <laughs> Creed. Uh, Creed, yeah. Look uh, at this photograph. Look at this graph. I'm your trick. Uh, greatest, uh, greatest right. rock bands of all time. That's right, uh, Robbie. You go first all the time. I don't want you to go first this time, yeah. so I'll let Who you go first hell? this time, Robbie. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what just happened? What, <laughs> Robbie? No, I'll I, let Matt go first. Okay, Matt go all first. right. I like to cut of your jib, Robbie. Uh, so I'll let go. I'll let Matt go first. You. Um, you said we can't say the number one. You can't. Which I. You can't would assume is the Beatles. You can't say the you can't say the number one. Okay, because because the Beatles the Beatles is a gimme. Yeah. All right, number okay. two, Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just kidding, Norm Macdonald. Little shout out. Uh, all right, how about um, how about uh, the Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones. That's a, that's a very good guess. They, they are up there. They are in the top five. They are number four. Okay. Excellent. Ooh, very good, Matt. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. That gives you five points. Robbie, over to you. Uh, God, Rolling Stones was a great guess. Uh, I've got to shoot for the top five, and I think this band will be in the top five. I'm going to go with you, too. Ooh, that's a good one. You, too. You, is not on this list at all. No. What? Yeah. Is this a Bru- another Drew Brees situation? What? Yeah. You two well, is a Drew Brees. You no, it's because you picked you two, and they're not the greatest rock. They're not in the top twenty-five greatest rock bands of all time. I, I wow. Know, you, well, maybe it, maybe I'm just thinking of like longevity. You guys are nuts more than any like greatness. If are, anything, you, I thought maybe we'd be surprised. You'd be like twenty-three. I'd be like, wow. You two are down there, but get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, stupid glasses. Yeah, all right, Matt. Wait, so well, who made the wait? Who made this list? Where, uh, or where's oh, it coming from? Yeah, this is uh, at the brightspotlight.com, the 25 greatest rock bands of all time. Bright Spotlight. Yep. Okay. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna start typing that. And I'm gonna say that a lot of these bands make sense that they're on the top 25. It makes sense also that U2 is not on there. Okay. How about uh, Aerosmith? Aerosmith. Oh, good, good one. Uh, guess this way. Guess I did. <laughs> Aerosmith is number six on this uh, list of greatest okay. rock bands of all time, taking your score to nine points. I accept. Shumba Wumba. No. Uh, <laughs> 
God, I don't know. If U2 isn't on this list now, I'm like afraid to guess. Uh, I'm going to go Led Zeppelin. No, that's a good one. Uh, that is that is a good one. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Too. I'm afraid that one's not on this list. Oh my god! Just kidding. That's number oh, two. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I quit this fucking podcast right now. Uh, Led Zeppelin is number two, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah, that is right there, which takes your score to five to Matt's nine. Back to you, Matthew Sizemore. Uh, um. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> You know what? I'm going to go with one that uh, is still going and it's probably too recent, but I'm gonna say, do I want to say it? Just oh, say okay. it. God, fine. God. I'll go with uh, Foo Fighters. Okay. Jeez. Was that so difficult? <laughs> yes, it was. Foo Fighters is on this list. Uh, yeah, man. They like, they, they're better than you too. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah. Because they're on this list. They're number this 11. This is my top 25 oh. list. Yeah. yeah, that's true. True that. True that. Foo Fighters, yeah. Dave Grohl. Foo Fighters, number 11. Taking your okay. taking your score to 12 points to Robbie's five. Robbie, okay. back to you. Uh, I'm going to go with another Dave Grohl band and say Nirvana. Yeah. That's what I would have said Ooh. next. Near. Vana. Not, Nirvana, not far Nirvana. No, <laughs> far Nirvana. Yeah, oh god, I'm uh, it's getting late. Oh, uh, yeah, Nirvana is on the list, of course. They are on this list, but they are they're pretty low. They're number twenty two. Oh, wow. yeah, okay, yeah. Which, uh, which, ah, man, it's get, it's getting it's getting away from you, Robbie. Uh, it's twelve to six. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. All right, uh, I'll say another one that's uh, still going strong, <clears throat> who's on my bucket list of bands I need to see before one of us dies. Fall Out Boy. Uh, no, I, yeah, I want to say them. They're in my top 25. <laughs> <clears throat> They're in my top five. Um, but I'll go with another one in my probably top five rock bands all time, Green Day. Green Day. Uh, when I come around to the... Around mo- they're not on this list. <sighs> yeah. Oh, uh, Dookie. Oh, so yeah, Dookie. <laughs> ah, Dookie. Ah, brain damage or whatever. I'm going to go... Brain damage? I just feel like a lot of these... <laughs> My gutters. I'm going to go Fleetwood Mac. Ooh, huh. nice, nice. You make love and fun, Robbie. I got to say you that about I- you. You can go your own way on this, not on the list. Yeah. Hey, guessing only happens when you're guessing. Wait, what? Uh, it's number 13, Fleetwood uh, Mac. Uh, bringing you, bringing you, bringing you within, within, within a, tying it up. Well, you could win it. You could win it. Literally. Cause it's nine to 12. You're within okay. three points. Matt. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go, um, um all right uh-huh. brandon this this guess is for you okay pink floyd oh that was gonna be my fuck god yeah that was gonna be his f word <laughs> that was gonna be your f word pink floyd thank god is on this list and they are in the top 10 they are number oh, seven damn it uh yes. take taking it to an insurmountable Holy. victory Matt was 16 to Robbie's nine. Robbie, you get one last guess. Hinder. Hinder. Hinder? Do <laughs> you guys remember the... <laughs> Never mind. Uh, God. All right. Uh, oh, boy. Any, 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 any guess will do. I mean, you've lost, so... Yeah, I've lost. Uh, Doobie Brothers. You know, there's, there's, there's Mercury. There's ten. Birds. There's... Halen's. Oh, there's, Queen. There's Dark Sabbath. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Queen is on this list. Wow. That's a good guess. Uh, I can't, is, can't believe we didn't guess Van Halen as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's number, it's number three, Queen. Uh, and, oh, nice. And, and Rob, and Robbie, <laughs> since I gave you a, a bonus question, um, I gave somebody bonus question last time. That was me. Oh, yeah. it was you? Okay. I'll give, I'll give Robbie a bonus Van question Halen. this time around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh you, you want to guess Van Halen? Oh wait, uh, wait, no. What's the question? Sorry. Yeah, no. I was good. I was gonna let you guess the the number one. 
Beatles. What the hell? Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Holy crap. You could... I'm surprised by this. You got it. it. Beatles is number one, uh, which takes your score to 20 to Matt's 16. Fucking hell, Robbie. You came out of nowhere. That bonus know, question, you tie. Uh, this is going to drive. This is going to drive Matt crazy. It's <laughs> so good. I'm so happy for you right when this now. This happened last week. Same I didn't here. care. And then, but I could just tell like Matt's like scratching his arm. Like mm-hmm. I just yeah. need a fix, man. Yeah. I need a fix now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course, everybody else on this list, you have the Eagles, number five. Oh. You got Van Halen, Black Sabbath, Guns N' Roses. Uh, they're, oh. they, they even out the top 10. You got Rush at 12, Def Leppard, Santana, Heart, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Journey, The Who, ACDC, Journey. The Doors, Metallica, Leonard Skinner. Oh, The Doors. And then finally, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers at number 25. Oh. I'm glad I, I was going to say... Uh... I, I guess that's an artist and not a band. I was going to say, uh, oh, actually, I could have said the Jimi Hendrix Experience. That's a band. You could have. You could have. You could have. Jimmy Hendrix. That wasn't on there. Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimi Hendrix like is, is so Hendri- influential. I, but I yeah. just feel like he's more influential just as a guitar player, not so much yeah. for m- music. Well, like Eric yeah, Clapton is not great on here music. either. Oh, right. Cream. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, that's a good point too. So I guess good guitarist Mumford and Sons wasn't on there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, just... that's, it's a legit list then. No, <laughs> number. I mean, they were twenty six. Uh, oh, sure they, they, were. they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, uh, totally, totally different list. A ton worst. of hits. Hey, that's the one worst bands song. of the last the last decade. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Uh, all right, dudes. Well, hey, thank, thank, thank you for having me, and we'll see you later. Bye. 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 Wait, Brandon, name your stuff that your uh, you, people can say your that list was. Oh good. yeah, 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 sure. Hey, if you if you if you have an idea for a list, do me a favor, send a DM to at Barnyard Cruise on Twitter. Uh, that way, I won't just just say fuck it and then come up with whatever is at the top of my head, which in this case was was, was rock bands. Shoot me, that was a good shoot, one. Yeah, shoot, shoot it to me, and uh, we'll, we'll include it. I have no, I have no qualms with making these guys uh, look like assholes. So, so, so be rad. Shoot Brandon. That's what he's saying. <laughs> uh, Nicely. Yeah. Let's be careful. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, well, that concludes episode twenty-six of Rounding the Bases. Uh, you can find me, Robbie. At uh, on Twitter at smartaskew29 or on Instagram at robaskew29. Matt, where they can where can they find you? Uh, this is true. Uh, Twitter, you can find me at soup or sizemore. Uh, Insta thing, you can find me at Matt Size, I believe. And uh, of course, uh, we have our uh, running the bases Twitter, which is <laughs> every time rounding the B. Which, of course, Robbie stands for butthole. <laughs> so ridiculous. And yeah, find us there. Say hi. Uh, subscribe. Do everything. Do everything with us. Yeah. Everything. Follow us. Literally. Yeah, do that. Actually. Follow us. I'll be at yeah. Safeway tomorrow. Good. 2 p.m. You have Safeways in Portland? Yeah. Do you not have cool. Safeways? All yeah. right. Let's start the podcast yeah. over. Yeah. Okay. Safeway talk. All right. Uh, well, like I said, that concludes uh, this week's episode. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you all next week. We love you. Goodbye. Toodles. Bye.